ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. No more hiding, no more delay. 
be no more running away. He'll say, Here I am, Lord, send me. Oh, oh, oh yeah. When a man loves the Lord, yeah, he will give him all his heart, yeah, the best of his life is you. Of us are ready to stay the gates of the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you ready to stare up the gates? Okay. Come on and stare it up. Oh, 
I need my quiet time. Say, I need my quiet time. Say, I am a minister. I minister the word. Say, that's my work. Turn to anybody say, that's my work. Look at me carefully. I am a minister. I minister the word. And my Bible tells me there is no ministering of the word without the ministry of the word without the ministry of the word i cannot minister the word without the ministry of the word i cannot minister the word say i'm a pastor i'm a pastor i'm a shepherd my work is feeding say my work is feeding According to Isaiah 41.10 My work is feeding. My work is gathering. My work is carrying people. My work is leading people. Say, I'm a feeder. Say, you are looking at a feeder. And I cannot feed if I don't have anything. I can't give what I don't have. So today, I'm learning about the ministry of the word so that I can minister. No ministry, no ministering. In Jesus' name. That's why you need your quiet time. Because that's your work. I told you yesterday, 
your, your, the new converts you will meet, 90% of your failure rate is based on your inability to give them what they are asking for. Now, 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 now note this one too. Babies have needs, but they don't ask you. Have you seen a two-week-old baby say, Mommy, I want milk. Mommy, I'm hungry. You drop the baby and run away. Hey! In the same way, spiritual babies don't ask you for counsel. They won't say, advise me on how to relate with this boy. But you got to know, baby. I said, you got to know, baby. Yes, that is why as, a, as, a, as an SCA regional head, as a follow-up man, you need to understand that you must have. You need to know what they need. And 90% of the reason why you have failed is because you did not meet their needs. Don't say they didn't ask you to counsel them. Hello? Do not say that. She, but she didn't say that she had a problem with masturbation. But, 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 I mean, how? He didn't say anything about uh, 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 a problem with a boy. I even thought she was a virgin. He didn't say anything about the friends he was moving with. No. You must know. Babies don't ask you to give them custard. Any new convert who tells you to counsel the person about his, his uh, uh, fornication life is, is, is an aqualanyami. Oh, yes. Yes. Nobody who gave his life to Christ two weeks ago will come to you and say to you that, please talk to me. I have a problem with stealing. No, 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 no. It is a bishop who will come and say, talk to me. I have a problem with stealing. It's a reverend who come and say, please, I, I mean, no, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm having a problem with this girl. A new convert will not come to you, but you got to know, baby. So, so they have placed demands on you. And you were not able to be the demand. So they, they fail. Remember that you are the one. You are the foundation layer. Never say anywhere that he did not ask you to counsel him about that girl. It will never happen. As he is there, by his behavior, he is asking. As the baby is there, by its movement, it's asking that it's time. Put the breast in my mouth. Give me the feeding bottle. I said, if you see a baby, say, Mommy, I am hungry. Drop the baby and run away. That's an idol. That's an idol. You have given birth to a, to, to a God. <laughs> That's why Oscar, not having a Bible, is a travesty of shepherding grace. You've missed it. We read our Bible every day, not because we are, we, we, we are some theologians or we want to know scripture, because you need to have to give. And the next person you must give to will not ask you. Note that one. That's a key. He will not, because he's a baby. He doesn't even know the difference between gospel music and what music. I mean, once, once the song is nice, it's, 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 a, it's a song of God. God must be in it. 
It's a pastor who will say, I am addicted to explicit unbeliever songs. To expect a new convert to know that he's not supposed to listen to Satawale. I mean, what are you saying? To him, it's, 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 all, it's all the works of God. New converts believe that, oh, having sex with a girl means loving the person. It's a type of love. And God is love. And beloved, let us love. Let us love. Love is of God. Don't go about blaming new converts. They, do, they are unbelievers. Your work is to travel until Christ is formed. Your work is to travel until they attain to the fullness of the stature of the measure of Christ. The measure of Christ. The stature of Christ. That's why we have our quiet time. If you are here, look, it, it is just it is just a blessing. Peter was just fortunate to have had power to heal the guy. Yes. He escaped a bad story. When somebody asks you for something, you, there is nobody who came to Christ and asked him for something he never gave him. Including taxes. They came to ask for money. He looked in his pocket. There was no money. He said, Peter, go and catch a fish. Open the mouth. Peter failed. His master, Jesus, when people asked for money, he produced money. He didn't produce healing. Bartimeo said, open my eyes. And he opened. Whatever they asked for, he did it. That's why most of us, what we are saying to our converts, counsel and wisdom have I none. And such as I have, I give thee. Take Shatawale. Such as I have, give I thee. Get some Nigerian proverbs. Such as I have, give I thee. Get some lukewarm attitude towards Christ. Many of you have, have, have destroyed the lives of people. Go to Kolebu Children's Department, Pediatric Department. Not every child dies of cancer or congenital diseases. Children die from malnutrition. One of our members, a couple in the church, I saw the baby. I said, this baby is not eating well. This baby is not, it doesn't have cancer, has no infection. The baby looks wizened. Babies die because they, they didn't fall into this woman's hand. They fell into this woman's hand and they didn't get food to eat. Malnutrition is a cause of death. And the cause of malnutrition is parental. 
is the type of parent the baby went to. Abba. Have you not seen babies? I mean, when they are lying there, they look like, 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 Shabby. The ties are fat and smooth. Shiny skin. How come your baby, three weeks baby, looks like an old man? And they die. They die. They die. They die. They die. They die. And many of you standing here have killed babies. Never point to somebody and say that she's done abortion because you are an abortionist. You've killed babies. It's called infanticide. Spiritual infanticide. You are a murderer. There's blood on your hands. I said there is blood on your hands. Never point to against you. That girl has done seven abortions. You are a killer. Wicked woman. How did I kill the girl? How did I kill the baby? How did I kill that boy? By not giving the baby food. One of the causes of neonatal death is called is, is nipple confusion. Nipple confusion. Babies die from something called nipple confusion. The baby is confused because today you get the nipple, the next day feeding bottle, the next day spoon, the next day there's a cup. So the baby doesn't know my food. Is it breast or cup or spoon or bottle? Then at the point they reject it and that read it. Google it. Nipple confusion. You have an awesome responsibility. Don't disappoint God. Wake up. That's why you need to have your quiet time. So if you are in town with 100 or 150 Ghana CDs, buying New Living Translation or getting a, an, a, an iPad, spending 1,000 CDs to buy an iPad, you are actually investing in your ministry. Because there is no ministering without a ministry. I don't know how to say it. Can somebody help me? Can someone help me to say it better? Don't dare to stand in front of someone to even witness. Because nobody gives birth to a baby and dumps their baby in the hospital toilet bowl and flushes the baby. A woman was arrested recently. She's giving birth to a young baby somewhere. If you are giving birth to a baby, then you must have the wherewithal to care for the baby. If on Saturday next week you are out there looking for someone to talk to you about Christ, be very careful. Ask yourself, do I have what it takes to continue to follow up this guy? What knowledge of the word do I have? That's why you need to have your... Uh, uh, girl, please come and sing it again. You need to have your quiet time. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a dancing song. It's, not, it's nice, but listen to the words. You need it. Because you are a minister. 
and you must have the ministry of the word. Roll it, baby. You can sit down. He 
can he be talking about God and you he don't, don't know God? He doesn't know so it. Much time with me. Lord, I want to be your good friend. Come on. Lord, I want to spend so much time with you. Oh, oh, my quiet time is a chance for me to know the Lord. Oh, oh, I need my quiet time. It's a chance for me to speak to the Lord. So he speaks. Oh, oh, my quiet time is a chance for me to know the Lord. Oh, oh, I need my quiet time. It's a chance for me to speak to the Lord. So He speaks. Oh, oh, I need my quiet time. It's a chance for me to know the Lord. Oh, oh, I need my quiet time. It is everything now. Podcast cannot replace quieter. Reading a book cannot replace it. Listening to a message cannot replace it. It stands alone as number one. Number one. In fact, if you don't have your quiet time, you won't even understand a book when you read it. If you don't have your quiet time, you will not understand a message when you listen. You are not used to breaking down the word. Absorbable particles. So when somebody breaks his down and gives it to you, your system doesn't know how to absorb micro particles. So what he's giving you will still be foreign to your system. 
There are people who are lactose intolerant. Because they lack the enzyme lactase, which breaks them. You don't understand it. I'm saying to you that if you don't know how to break the word of God down yourself, if I break it down and give it to you, you will not, uh, you will not enjoy it. So always those who are excited by preaching are excited because somebody is breaking something down in a way he would have loved to do it. Wow, what a word. What a teaching. As he stood up in amazement, somebody is yawning and sleeping. Because what, what he's doing is foreign. Quiet time is it. <laughs> I mean, if my weight is 10 kilograms, 9.5 kilograms of my weight comes from my quiet time. <laughs> that is why I enjoy messages that, that come. Even, even um, I'm, I'm able to listen to a message and have a quiet time on a statement the pastor has made. Because I am into splicing of sentences. Don't do that yourself. Your work is a minister. Learn the art of taking a verse and destroying the verse. It's called splicing. Because somebody can read Hebrews 5.12 and be talking gas, gas. When he opens his mouth, gas comes out. How can you read Hebrews 5.12 and be talking from 1 Peter 2.2? I read the Holy Ghost. <laughs> this group will be, will be a great group. Amen. No, no, no. I'm confident. What has happened to you this week has changed you forever. Enjoy reading the Bible. When you stand to share the word of God with someone, the person will be awed, awestruck. Wow. And do you say you've not been to the university? Yes. Really? Because it's not only the university that gives degrees. Serving God gives degrees. A good degree. So let's start. How do you have your quiet time? Number one is what? What's the first thing? You, I'm, I'm going to have my quiet time. What should you do? You have to gather your tools. There are tools. 
quiet time is an adventure in the word of God. Oh yes. Quiet time is what? An adventure in the word. Korasutaba. It's an adventure. You are going to explore. It's a foray into the word of God for the treasures that lie deep within. (laughs) And what are the tools? Bibles. If you are sitting down having a quiet time with one Bible, one who has to say is Holy Bible. Foolish boy. Holy Bible. <laughs> Mommy, you can't have your quiet time with only New Living Translation. You can't have your quiet time with only King James. <laughs> Minimum three Bibles. Especially if you are using King James. Especially if you are using King James. There must be other. You must, you, you must accessorize the King James Bible. Because the, even our own English, you don't understand. And you are going to read, quit you like men. And so, oh, then the Bible says we should quit. <laughs> you are reading the Bible, it says, He that heard my word and doeth not, is a man that without a foundation builded an house. So you, see, you, you also get up and say, eh, 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 Last week I, 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 I builded a house. Then, 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 then you are reading. Say you are reading the Bible. Yes. I know, I'm, I'm saying that. Don't say you are having your quiet time. Say I'm reading my Bible. Yeah. A lot of what we call quiet time is reading of a Bible. Like you are reading mega church or you are reading Zebu. Quiet time, you need Bibles. Number two is what? If you, have, if you have a tablet, most Bibles have got aspects where you can make notes. And when the thing becomes overwhelming, you just move to the notepad and begin to write. I, I preach for my quiet time. Even if I hold a book for my hand, in my hand to preach to you, what I'm saying is from is, is deeper than the pages I'm reading from. Number three is what? Dictionary. Dictionary. Because the language that is being used is not your language. You are not an Englishman. You are from Dadiesu. On top of the iron. Don't, don't claim any 
mastering more than a low level of understanding if you don't use a dictionary to, to, to have your quiet time. And when you see some words, don't think you know them. Open the dictionary. So by that, we are saying that a quiet time is a time of studying. Number three is what? Concordance. Concordance. Number, number what? What's the next one? Number four is what? Concordance. You must have it. You must have a concordance. You must have it. Because the Bible you are reading, you see, the original language was not English. Jesus Christ didn't know English. Elijah never wrote English. Somebody, some people called didactes, they sat down and translated the scriptures into English or the French. So you have the Bible in three, Ewe, Kirundi, everything. It's all Kenya, Rwanda, Swahili, English, Italian. Only People who speak Hebrew are allowed to read the Bible without a concordance. Only Greeks are allowed to read the New Testament without a concordance. Apart from these two people, a grand man like you. You need to know, because the original language always has a context. So, and the Strong's will give you the original word that somebody has translated. And some of the people who translated into the kingdom, some of them were drunkards. So take charge of you yourself have a revelation. It gets better when the Holy Spirit is with you. He minds the contents of the Bible. Number five is what? A good attitude. An attitude of meekness. The Lord says that with meekness we receive the engrafted word which has the power, which is able to save your souls. The Bible can save your soul. The Bible can save your ministry. The Bible can save that guy. But it is which has the power which is able to. In some people, it is never able to save them. Hello? It is never able to save them. There is a way to receive something. It can easily not work for you, even though it worked for someone. With meekness. With meekness. You receive the engrafted word, which is able. Everybody say, which is able. Yes, the Bible can change your ministry. The Bible can save your soul. But it may never save your soul because you approached it with arrogance. That's why I said, lay aside filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. 
nonsenseness and cool down. Say to yourself, I don't know. I don't know. It's an attitude. And the attitude you need is joy. Excitement. Isaiah 12, 3. You, you, you draw from the wells of salvation with joy. The bucket we use to draw from the wells of salvation is the bucket called joy. If you have your quiet time because somebody will meet you and ask you what you read, then, then, then forget about having treasures from it. You approach the Bible. The Bible has got wells of salvation. The scriptures. Paul told Timothy that how you were a child. You've learned the scriptures as a child. You've known it. Because it's able to save you. It's able to save you. Approach the word of God with excitement. That's why it will it, 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 it be, it, it be sad that you are, you, are, you, are, you are using your money to buy an amplified Bible and you are insulting me at the bookshop. <laughs> Foolish pastor. Nonsense. Idiots. You are, disturbing. you are buying a Bible. You are in the bookshop. You are cursing me. <laughs> you are in the bookshop cursing me. <laughs> because I'm the one forcing you. So after you acquire the tools, then you start with what? A prayer. You pray to ask the Lord to shine his light. Shine your light, Lord. Open my eyes. 119.18 Open down my eyes. Lord, I'm about to read your word. And I don't claim understanding on the basis of my PhD. I don't claim understanding on the basis of my, of my WASI degree. I don't claim understanding because I'm a science student. I don't claim understanding because I pass my Bible knowledge. Open down my eyes. That I may behold wonderful things. The same thing somebody reads and sleeps. I was having my quiet time in First Chronicles. And one of my daughters in another country. I said, can, I, can you recommend something for me to read for my quiet time? So I'm, I'm enjoying First Chronicles. So you can also start. Two days, he said, Bishop, honestly. And go here. I don't know what is, I don't, I don't know what, can you suggest uh, something? Break it down, baby. I said, go and read Song of Solomon. And Song of Solomon. You are into romance anyway, so go and read. You pray, Holy Spirit, I'm approaching a book that was written by you. Hello? 
holy men of God. Holy men of God speak as they were moved. As they were what? Moved. So the one who penned the words is the one who can also pen it on your heart. Holy Spirit, open my eyes. Suddenly, a scripture you have read before. What? You are reading and an angel, an angel taps you. Go to living Bible. Go to living Bible and read it and see. Wow! But some of you, an angel can't tell you to open the living because you, you don't have it. So, there's a saying that God always speaks to us at the level of our knowledge. He uses your level if you are diligent enough to elevate yourself, you hear God. <laughs> John the Revelator, he wrote the three chapters, first three chapters of Revelation at a certain level. It was exciting. He wrote to Smyrna, Pegamos, Thyatira, Philadelphia, Pamphylia. He wrote to different churches. Big time, first three. Revelations 4.1, an angel came and tapped him and said, come up higher. Come up here. You are too low. There is something higher. If God will ever speak to you, he will speak to you with the Bible you have bought. Ah. How can God speak to you with a message Bible when you have gone to steal good news Bible from somebody's hotel? You were on admission. You had malaria. You were on admission. When they were discharging you, you took the Gideon's Bible from the hospital. And you expect God to speak to you from the living Bible, from New Living Translation. First of all, it's even a stolen Bible. <laughs> so, 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 you won't get much even from that Gideon's Bible. <laughs> no, you don't have Amplified. How do you expect God to speak to you through the Amplified Bible? So, by not having that Bible, you've blocked. It's like an example. You answer the questions based on what you read. You will teach the scriptures based on what you have read. Silver and gold have I none. The message Bible explanation have I none. Such as I have, Holy Bible, give I thee. The New Living Translation shade of meaning have I none. Such as I have, Gideon's Bible, give I thee. 
So you have a new convert and he's suffering from marasmic pasioko. Only because he was given to you, not you. And they fall off like leaves. Ask yourself, how many new converts have been given to you since you entered SA? And how many are in the church? And praying without having concordance. Holy Ghost doesn't speak Greek. That's why you must have the concordance before you pray. <laughs> so that the Holy Ghost can guide you to the concordance. Anything apart from the Bible you are using may come through a dream and a trance or a vision. Prayer will not help you if you are only using Holy Bible. Prayer will help you if you are using the right tools. Then he can guide you. Open here. Check here. Look up the meaning. Don't read this one. Check this verse from this translation. Wow! Read Miriam Webster's explanation of this word. Wow! That is why Having not passed Wasi is not the reason why your ministry is the way it is. The fact that you are not a graduate is not the reason why you, 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 you are barren. You've, you have chosen not to pay the right price. There are people without education but when they stand to teach because you don't only study geography you don't only study French you don't only study maths you can also study scriptures study to show yourself up People fail exam because they just read the notes. Those who studied took the chapter, went to look for Mr. Osset's notes, Pepras notes from Presec, uh, 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 Mrs. Nelson's notes from Achimota, got marking scheme. All of them are the same, the same topical, but you are just reading it from Modimbo. 
or C in C. People who read. I was I went to somebody's room. We had hard maths. He was lying in bed reading maths. I'm not surprised he got eight. How can you read maths? You work it out, baby. And that's, you don't read the Bible. So if you check from Ezekiel 3, Revelations 10, all the people who were, who were given scrolls were told to eat it. The angel told John, eat it. Ezekiel was told, eat the scroll. Let it fill your belly. That's why you don't know anything. The ministry is not for readers. The Bible, the ministry of the Bible is not for people who read the Bible. It's for people who study. They take the words one by one, by one, by one. When they stand to speak, he's preaching from four verses. He just ends up talking from one verse. What I've taught you these three days, Somebody can teach the same thing in one hour. How many hours? Because he doesn't have much to say. Number two, read a passage from the Bible. Expecting God to speak to you. And we said, what do you read? How do you find a passage? How do you choose a passage from the Bible? Number one, you can choose a book. I'm reading Luke. A lot of times that's how I have my quiet time. Once a while, I do other things. I choose a book. Or you can also choose a personality. Moses. I'm doing a study on Joshua. Bishop Oedipo took the Bible and went into the forest in the mountains and spent three days without food. He took only a bottle of water. To understand the secret of Ezekiel. Are you surprised that the church he has built is in the Guinness Book of Records? Even the university, the secular university he has built, Covenant University, is the fourth number four, fourth best university in Africa. A pastor's university. His wife was preaching a few months ago. There's a woman preaching and she had scriptures. In the middle, she began to talk about her husband. 
and how he studies. He said, all over the world, he will never check into a hotel room or any room if the room doesn't have a table and a chair. He will never use the room. And as he was talking, she, 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 she asked the guy to project that. He said, show the pictures I gave you. They show the pictures of his library. Rooms. Selves upon selves upon selves upon selves. So when her husband goes out and he's coming home and she meets him at the gate, she's looking around there who is with her because she cannot take her briefcase, his briefcase. The briefcase is heavy. What are you doing to yourself? His library is rooms, shelves, books. I said, the church he has built is in Guinea's Book of Records. And in case you don't get it, now let's come home. Where you are walking is a city. A pastor who is also a human being like you started the church. There were about six to eight members. But through studying books, he has built the church from eight members to a, a I can't even find whether it's a denomination or denominations or what, a nation or what. In 90 countries, 3,000 churches, you cannot have 30 members. Michael, don't do that. Don't do that. You see him. All the years I've traveled with him, he's always pouring over some material. Reading. Reading always. On the plane, in the room. Reading. Read, oh, he's always looking into something. As we are eating and bring the lamble. Drinking lamble. Drinking soboro. He's reading. Ministry. It's not for idiots. It's not for idiots. And some of you, as at Wednesday, were idiots. An idiot is a brainless person. And carefully. No brain tissue. Cannot think. Can't understand. I mean, I, 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 I mean brainless. I'm asking you, the number of souls we've been given, how many are in church? How many are coming to church tomorrow? And it's all because you read. Even the reading, you don't understand the English. But from today, did you know that a fisherman wrote one of the books in the New Testament? It's called Peter. 
the Bible says in Acts that when they saw them, they knew that these people are uneducated. They were ignorant men. Don't blame the school they didn't go. It's you. You are an idiot. Don't say Bishop Dagwood Mills was in the university. Uh, Bishop Ogo was in the medical school. He is a lawyer. I didn't go to him. It is you. A fisherman. First Peter, second Peter. Please. You are destroying yourself. You are destroying yourself. If you, if you will even think a little, you will notice that in the, there's somebody like you who is great. There's somebody, there's a woman exactly with your story, very anointed. The past few nights, I've been listening to Monica Bino. I, I mean, I've been listening to her, and I, I mean, yes, I know. But somehow I feel this. It just this woman is a singer. I mean, I've been listening to her music. I pray with it, but I just say to me, ah, this woman is actually a singer. She's produced albums with orchestras. With Jonathan Butler and co- orchestra, I mean, symphony. She sings. She's a singer. Let me move away. She's a singer. She's a singer. She's a diva. She's a singer. But watch her. I said, watch her. Gathering... 10,000 men in a dome with a bottle of oil in her hand. Taking scriptures. You won't believe that she can sing. Moving through the crowd and men, big men with, with pot bellies following her as she's moving through the crowd. As she's moving, people are falling. Anointed. What are you doing? You're singing so what? And so what? What should we do? It gets worse when they give you a microphone and as you are standing there, even the singing, you've forgotten your lines. And the whole world is watching you on Facebook. You, you have made yourself an idiot. And we have to send someone to rescue you. Your life is changing. I said, your life is changing. It's not because you are a woman. There's a woman just like you. It's not because you are beautiful. There's a woman as beautiful as you. Stop reading the Bible. Well, if you have to read it, I mean, it's better to read the Bible than to watch pornography. But the people who were given the scrolls, they were not told to. Are you aware the word read is in the Bible? Yes. But they were not, they didn't say read. I I ate it. Take it. Eat it. Eat the scroll. He said, cause cause your belly to eat. The word is eat. By eating, you see, eating means that it, it starts from the oral cavity. You use your teeth to break it down. A process called mastication. You know, if you didn't pass that biology, 
mastication. And there are enzymes, styling and so are all there to break it down. And then it enters the stomach. To eat means break it down. That's why many of you are constipating. Because you swallow rice. You have swallowed the verses. You, do, you, don't, you don't break it down. You swallow the verses. And it's piled up. So you have to use a pen to, 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 to loosen. <laughs> I shouldn't preach. I should stop and go home. Then, then, then you don't know where you came to. Don't do that. Stop reading. If you read a verse and you've not gone to another translation or you've not gone to a dictionary or you've not gone to a concordance or you've not written something down, then you've just wasted your time. Preaching about quiet time. You need it. How do people get anointed? Why will someone be anointed and somebody is dry? It is. That's why I said the tools. One of the tools is what? Help me with the tools. What's one of the tools you must use? No. A good attitude. Good attitude. Which begins when you are in the bookshop buying the day's Bible and you are not insulting me. It's attitude that is there. Rather, you are thanking God for my life. Father, bless Bishop Ogo. Father, bless him. I thank you for his life. Know that you are in the bookshop cursing me. Let him die. Let his testicles swell. I love it. I love Isaiah 12, 3. Therefore, with joy, draw from the wells of salvation. Excitement. You've got the money. You can't wait to go to town to enter a bookshop. You've got the book. You can't wait. Everything you are looking for is in the scriptures. Break it down. You can't have meat in your hands and lack amino acids. You can't have KK in your hand and lack glucose. Break it down. There's glucose. So you can choose a book. In the Bible. You can choose a person in the Bible. Or you can use your daily reading guide. Daily guide. Daily solutions. Daily advice. Daily 
daily devotion keys they're all there it guides you a verse a narrative a thought a prayer it guides you so you're either using a book you are studying someone or you are using a daily a, a, a bible study guide then step number three meditate that is think through and soberly reflect on what you have read which is something difficult for the men and women of this generation we don't think we don't think also partly because everything is available I mean, we are raising a generation of idiots. Everything is there. I mean, when we were children, to play, you must manufacture the toy. You are joking. You must look for milk tins. You must look for a certain type of fruit on a tree, which will be the ties. You, must, you, you manufacture your scooter. You must go and look for a, a car tie. Look for milk. Go to the um, rubbish dump and find milk tins. You manufacture your toy. Today they sit on the screen with Coca-Cola and be playing PlayStation. So, so, so we don't think. We don't think. The books have been written. So, so you yourself will not go into the word of God and find reasons why you must have a mega church. All you know is the 25 reasons. We never go beyond what has been, because everything is there. Meditate means think, use your mind. And see, because we don't think, we don't also think, see, because we don't think about the scriptures, we don't also think about our work. You don't sit down and think about why the center is failing. You don't think about why, why did this guy not come again? Why? Because our minds cannot break things down. Seven keys for effective meditation. And the key scripture is Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 7. Koti Mahandaska. Consider what I say and the Lord give thee understanding. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7. Consider what I'm saying. There will be no understanding without you considering it. I'm saying something. There's wisdom in it. There's understanding. But it will not be, it will not yield itself to you if you don't use your brain. My grandmother used to insult me. She said, you are not bright. And she was a stark illiterate, at least by colonial standards. She didn't go to school. My mother's mother, she was a fishmonger. But super intelligent. She will ask, ah, but are you not the one who went to infant swim? 
How is it possible I'm wiser than you? You are not bright. Leave my room. 102 years. Are you not the one who went to infant Spain? Where is your brain? Where is your brain? And you will sound like an idiot. Leave. When I open my eyes, you shouldn't be there. And many of you here are not bright. To come to a camp without a Bible means you are not bright. And you're bright. And you're bright. You are not bright. The tree is one year bright. How do you say it in Ewe? A blameable bright. Eh? Menyanu bright. Bomele bright. Egble wobe bright. Ministry needs bright people, not graduates. Don't 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 don't, don't confuse yourself. You have made yourself an illiterate. Paul said, how many are wise? So, so you see your calling. Not many are wise. How many graduates do you know? Go to Facebook. Go to uh, the newspaper. How many, or go to town. The posters. How many of the prophets who are wearing blouses? Prophets wearing blouses. How many of them are graduates? You have chosen to look that way. Seven keys. Number one, read the passage slowly. Say slowly. 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 But I don't blame you. You are in a hurry to go to Facebook. A lot of the quiet time we do is just to satisfy our conscience that we have read the Bible. conscience. Finish. You scan the scriptures. Say slowly. Yeah. When you take, if it's Joshua you are reading about, or you are studying Luke, read it Number two, do not read a very long passage unless it is necessary. Especially for somebody like you, you'll be confused. Don't read a very long passage. One, two, three verses. Or the point being made, if the point is in five, if it, one verse, two verses at a time. There are times I've had my quiet time on a, a portion of about five verses of a chapter for one week. One week. Recently, a few days ago, I, t- I went back to a chapter I had done my quiet time on. What I saw, I couldn't believe. I began to 
I mean, it, was, it was like, like my, I was blind and now I could see. I was just coloring the page. I was just coloring. I said, ah, how? I've read this before. Don't read too many verses. We are not finishing a curriculum. It's okay if you also never say that you've read the whole Bible five times before you die. It's okay. Just go to heaven. Stop at any verse that strikes you and think about it. God's word is so powerful that only a single word in a verse is enough to change your life. Each quiet time should be a search for that single word that can change your life. Most of the time, it's a word. I'm talking about how to meditate. As you are taking your time, be looking out for a word. That is why you must have a dictionary on your iPad or lying by your side. We have our quiet time looking for a word. A word. And more. Francis, and more. The next is think about the meanings of the words you are reading. That's why you must have a dictionary, a concordance. They, 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 they fuel your rumination. They make it easy for you to toss it in your mind. So you read the verse for God's like this. Consider what I say. If you're having your quiet time with this one, for if I was having my quiet time, the word I'll look for a word. Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Today's what Saturday? What's the date? Today's date is what? Twenty ninth. Yes. Today twenty ninth. As I've read this verse. Today, if I was having my quiet time, the, 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 the word that would draw me to it is the word consider. And if I'm using my... Bible, I just tap it. Because I'm interested. The word has caught my attention. Second Timothy what? Two seven. Second Timothy two seven. Consider. Look at it. Consider. So I tap it. See strongs. Consider. It's no yeho. What does it mean? 
It means exercise the mind. Comprehend. Heed. Think. To perceive. Taya's definition is to perceive with the mind. To understand. To think upon. To heed. To ponder. Wow! It means that what is being said, I've not understood it. I must think about it. Have you never had a chat with somebody? You finished, you said goodbye. But as you were going, ah, this guy has insulted me. <laughs> as you are good, I know, this guy has insulted me. <laughs> but when he said it, you didn't, under, you didn't get it. Why? <laughs> because you have not thought about it. The fact that you've read it doesn't mean you've got it. Tomorrow, 30th or whatever, to, uh, first or whatever, if I go to the same word, I'm telling that a word that will hit me is give. 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 Then I'll go to my strongs. Press. Give. It's didume. What does it mean? It means to give something to someone. What is the Lord giving me? To bestow a gift. What gift is there in these words? To supply. To furnish. What is it in this verse that can make my life comfortable? To reach out. What is God reaching out to me to give me? Wouldn't that alone let you start wondering what you are reading? So to have a quiet time with only holy bible means you are not holy <laughs> Abraham, what are you doing i'm having my quiet time what is it holy bible The next, think about how the scripture applies to life in your generation. How does this verse consider what I see and the Lord give the understanding in all things. All things. All things. that It means that the things must be a lot. How come I've just, I've just got only one point? What are the other things? Then you ask yourself, what, how does this scripture apply to life now, my life? Ah, maybe God is telling me that I, should, I, I shouldn't take things on face value. I should always think about things. But God is telling me that I need a deeper understanding. How does this verse apply to life in this generation now? And as you lie down thinking with some nice music wafting in the background. Not Shatawali. 
as you are lying there. It's just one verse. I mean, when you get up, you'll be looking for someone to share it with. The reason why you don't preach here is because you don't know anything. It's because you don't have your quiet time. The people who have their quiet time, when they get up, they are looking for someone to share what they learned with. Even if you are asked to pray, they will pray their quiet time. Oh, shall we, uh, 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 Francis, pray over the watching we are about to eat. Father, we thank you today that as we consider this food, <laughs> Lord, we consider your kindness. We think of your goodness. Lord, you are merciful. When we consider how this food came, we say, Lord, you are merciful and you are kind. Father, bless us. Give us all the things in this food. Bless us with nutrition. Bless us with strength. Lord, we take all things from this food. Lord, bless us with everything that is in this food. Help us to always understand your kindness as we are eating this food. Why? Because the food has brought itself. Why? Because you are bubbling. It's like fire in your bones. You see, when you have your quiet time, you have something and you are waiting to give. You don't give the microphones to say something. <laughs> oh, let's welcome uh, Reverend James to say something. You don't, you don't say something. We preach something. May this camp change your entire life. I said, may this camp change your entire scope. Then when you finish, oh, please sit down. So you whisper to the Holy Spirit. What do you say? Help me, Holy Spirit, to understand your word. Father, give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Ephesians 1.17, you pray. I mean, as you are, you know that you are, you are, uh, Father God in heaven. You, you ask, Lord, Lord, what is this verse saying? Speak to me, speak to me. What is this verse telling me? You've looked at the Greek words. You've broken it down with the dictionary. Lord, what are you trying to tell me? I'm telling you, 10 out of 10 cases, you will hear something you have never heard before. So when you also preach, you will say things people have never heard before. And you will be like Christ. When you preach, they say, we have never heard it in this manner. Never heard it. This the next one. Decide on practical ways to implement the scriptures you have just read. Without thinking of a way to apply the scriptures directly, you will often not benefit from your quiet time. The real benefit is the practical application. Lord, how does this verse 
that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. What, what practical things can I do for this verse? One is that you can pray the prayer. You can every day pray for wisdom and revelation. Because wisdom and revelation is not obtained from going to the university. It's not obtained by, by any other means. It's the it's a spirit. Then step number four. You move into deeper Bible study and make further references to things that strike you through your quiet time. So, so with this, what is the Bible, what is the word telling me? From this, you can go deeper. Remember I told you, if you don't have the chance to do great things, you can do small things in a great way. One verse, you can take that. D.L. Moody preached from, uh, what's the name? John 3.16. D.L. Moody. John 3.16. Every evening for six weeks. How many weeks? Six weeks. Every evening. One verse. You are the one joking. The wells of salvation are bottomless. Whatever you fetch, there's something below it. It's bottomless. There are times you will need to have a longer quiet time, like Saturday morning. Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, you have to hurry up and go to work. I mean, you do some 30 minutes, one hour, and, and learn to read your Bible as you are praying. You can pray and read the Bible. You can speak in tongues. You can speak in tongues and do many things. You can drive, speaking in tongues. You can cook, speaking in tongues. You can read your Bible, speaking in tongues. But on a Saturday, or you are, you, you are on leave, or it's a six match. Or some day where you are, you know, you have time. You can take that quiet time to a deeper level. By doing what? Number one. You ask yourself questions. What does the passage teach me about the nature of God? Kaya. I mean, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory... What does this verse teach me about the nature of God? First of all, it tells me that God is the father of glory. He has beauty. That if I am a son, a certain glory can come into my life that has never been seen in my village, in my family. What does this verse tell me about the nature of God? This one is 6 March Bible study. 6 March quiet time. Number two, is there a promise for you to believe? Is there a promise for me to believe and to claim? Taking careful notes of any conditions attached. This verse, is there a promise in it? Is there a promise in it? That God can give me revelation. God can give me wisdom. That I cannot walk with God and be a fool. But what's the condition? You pray about it. Pray about it. 
Put any other verse on the screen. Any other verse. What does this verse tell me about, about the nature of God? For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. What does it tell me about the nature of God? God cares about people who are lost. Enough to send his best. So if I claim to be a child of God, I must also care about the lost. Is there a command for you to obey? Or a good example for you to follow? What's the command in this verse? For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. You can also mill and drill and mine a command from this by also saying that God is also asking me to also be a seeker and a saver of the lost. Don't be a hypocrite. When you read some verses, you say, this one is about Jesus. This one he told the disciples. Then when it comes to no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper, he say, it's for me. Were you in Isaiah? Were you there when Isaiah was prophesying? So why do you claim that one and you, that something which was 6,000 years ago? And you are rather saying that something which was 2,000 years ago rather belongs to somebody. But you can claim Isaiah. If you ever claim Isaiah, you must claim Luke. That's how we live our Christian life. We read a verse and we allow the verse to make us. If these things be in you, they make you. That's how to be a Christian. Look, think about it. How many hours will a pastor preach on Sunday? The Christian life is about what God tells you. If you don't have any arrangement with God, where he speaks to you to do things, that you are doing something because God told you. The Christian life is about doing things God has asked you to do. And one benefit of quiet time is that it becomes a time you get to receive instructions from God. Is there a commandment for me to obey? Is there a warning for you to heed? Or a bad example for you to avoid? Not every, every scripture has a warning. Not every scripture has a bad example. But make sure you have looked carefully. Make sure. And the more scriptures you have, the more you can carry one verse and use that verse as a lamp to walk through the Bible. I can read this verse and get a warning. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. The warning in it for me is that all, not all the people he went to seek and save received him. So I should be very careful not to reject the people who come to me with God's word. That's my personal warning. Christian life is not going to church. Wake up. Wearing t-shirt, great invitation. What shepherd? Out of what? what? Shepherd. Don't reduce your walk with God with wearing church t-shirts and caps.
I said, quiet time is it. Quiet time is what? Is it. That is the Christian life. Anybody who misses this one is a churchgoer. Anybody who misses this one has joined the society. Christianity is church. It's not church going. It's waiting on God for instructions. That's why you cannot be having sex with him for more than two weeks without, with, with, with your quiet time. You hear a word. Abba. You will hear. You will hear something. So when you persist in something, it means you don't have your quiet time. So the people who have their quiet time, they stop things. Those who have their quiet time, they go and say, you know something, I'm sorry for what I said. Let's patch up. Then when he goes, she will say, I have nothing to do with you, walk away. So, so he walks away, but after he has made the attempt. bless every young man here. Listen. I bless every young man here. May God be merciful to you to give you a wife who has her quiet time every day. You will have a marriage you won't believe exists. Sasha. I pray Christian who doesn't read their Bible. Who doesn't do this. Asking questions. Receiving commands. I pray the wife you will marry. Is it Elom? Elom. I pray the man you marry will be a man who reads his Bible and hears from God every day. If you marry a center leader who doesn't read his Bible, if you marry a pastor, there are pastors who don't read their Bibles. The Christian life is in the quiet time. I don't know how to say it. I'm very sorry I'm failing this morning because I don't know how to communicate it. When we quarrel, it's only quiet time can bring me back. Because quiet time is when you have opened yourself. Any other thing is somebody forcing advice into you. You don't seem to get me. Any other scenario is somebody if, if, you, if I come to counsel you, this is your, this your wife. There's a problem. Sit by her. There's a problem. Now you don't talk. I'm your pastor. When I come to you, I'm coming to force counsel to you. To you. I'll give you the best advice, but it is not, you see, it's not solicited. It's only quiet time when you open up yourself. Anything else is a rape. 
a lot of counseling is raping. Forcing into. Forced entry. So you don't seem to understand what I'm saying. Should I stop it? So when you marry a woman who doesn't on her own go to God to open herself up, you see fire. A woman who will not quarrel with you and never come back after a day and say, you know something? The Lord spoke to me in my quiet time that the way I spoke was wrong. But you have married a woman who wears wigs, paints her face, but never reads. What could beat this girl? Never goes to God. Look at the questions. Quiet time is not reading the Bible. Look at the questions. What is the Bible? What is this passage teaching me? You are doing a study on Joshua. What is what I've read about Joshua teaching me myself, Francis? Is there a promise in it? Is there a command? Is God commanding me to do something? Yes! He's commanding you. Say, you have lost your husband. He's also lost. Go and seek him. I don't know what type of Christians will exist in 30 years' time. When you listen to podcasts, it means you've had your quiet time. You are sick in your mind. You don't understand what you are doing. Podcast is quiet time. So we are there. We, we, we quote verses. We know scriptures. But we've not heard from God. Because quiet time is a beautiful time. That's why even one of the tools is a good attitude. Because you are relaxed. You open up. And you receive. I can't tell you how many times God has insulted me. The Holy Spirit has rebuked me. The way you spoke was wrong. Even last night, I was rebuked. I was shocked. Something I said at a conference about three, four weeks ago. So that statement you made was wrong. If you don't have that ability, then, 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 then anybody who relates with you is relating with an animal. You can go back, sir. The, the man you have married has got cast, but it doesn't spend time with God. Oh, then I'm sorry. You've, 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 you've bitten the wrong meat. I mean, if you meet a girl, I've met this girl, I want to marry her. One of the things I will secretly be interested in, whether she has a quiet time. 
the last time I was at home with my wife, she was very quiet and looking. Just three a quiet time. I learned many years ago to stop talking about my marriage in public. I don't do that. Because I'll give you a wrong impression. Yeah. I don't need to talk to you about my marriage. Somebody asked me, if your wife dies, what type of woman would you like to marry? I said, I would believe God to get a woman just like my wife. But some of you, if your wife dies, Father, I thank you for divine escapes. Thank you for setting me free. But if you marry a woman who reads her Bible, hears from God, the Holy Ghost speaks to her, if she dies, you are dead. Because such women are rare. A lot of the women sitting here are witches. Witches. Canal witches. No word of God. No word from God. No word by God. No word for God. Witches. Moving by their emotions. When they are angry, you should see them manifesting. But you will know. You see, you should marry before you marry. But I don't know how to explain it. If you don't marry before you marry, you put a wedding ring on breasts and thighs. The way to marry before you marry is to take the advice of somebody who has married or is married. That's how to marry before you marry. Is there a warning for you to heed? Is there a prayer for you to pray? This, today is quiet time. What prayer is in it? It's a prayer in it. Pray, pray for revelation. If you go through all these questions, when you, can you imagine doing this every day? You will be spiritual. When a man touches your breast and you smile, you know that you are going to meet the Holy Ghost tomorrow. Hiya! <laughs> Step five. Use your Bible reading guide. Step six, write down whatever the Lord tells you. Anybody under the sound of my voice who, as I'm speaking, doesn't have anywhere on earth where you've written things you heard from God yourself, if you are here, and you don't have that, then you're not born again. You are not a child of God. 
you may be the friend of a bishop or the son of a center leader. You don't have a place where you journal revelations. Ah, then what type of person are you? I mean, if I want to marry this woman, want to, mar- to live with her every day, before I marry her, I will ask her to share some of the quiet time you've had for the past years. Where have you written it? So, you've not written it. Then I've also, it's over. Because I'm about to marry a witch. Oh, 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 uh, let me, uh, oh, uh, my notebook is not here. Aha. Okay, then tomorrow when we meet. Then tomorrow she brings the book, an old book, and she'll be opening this revelation I had. This is what the Lord told me. This is what the Lord told me. This is what the Lord told me. Two years ago, I remember, I was on the, in, 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 in a hotel. Oh, I went to visit my sister. I was having my quiet time. And I saw this and I wrote it down. You have nowhere you've written things, but you can point to places you have hanged your wigs. Stand to your feet. Point number seven. Spend time praying to the Lord. And listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. After having gone through this, all this, what do you do? You pray. As you are praying, you pray about the warnings. You pray about the advice. You pray about, the, about, the, about, the, about, about whatever the Lord told you. You pray about what you wrote down. Don't you think you'll be a better Christian? If we ask you to go and share something, Sister Sylvia, go and share. Don't you think you will have something to say? I even tell you that, go and share something from Ephesians 1. You've never seen this verse before. That's why people fill exams. Or people look for Apple. Because they've not learned. So they must see the question and answer it. But those who have answered a thousand questions, when they see a question, it looks like the other questions they've answered anyway. How they solve those questions is how this one will be solved. I don't need to see this verse. I told you. My mother-in-law was 80 years. Whatever. And she gave me a scripture the Lord gave her. I preached from it. I had not even seen those things before. As I was holding it, because I was having my quiet time. Stop it. This Christian life could have made your life a lot better than it is now. You destroyed yourself. But I'm happy you are not dead. You can change. I'm very happy you are not dead. You can change. Some of you girls here should be married by now. It's a lack of quiet time. That's the reason why you're not married. Because God hardly talks to you. Pastor, let's go. Lift your two hands. I'm going to preach somewhere. Ah.
hand you over to Bishop Kobe. Whatever he wants to do with you, if he wants to beat you, he wants to sing, it's up to him. Bishop, thank you for pouring your heart out to us.